Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 565 titled Mixed. This is a show about Xbox, gaming, anything else you want to talk about. I'm one of your hosts for today's show. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. And with me, I've got my other fantastic co-host. Or actually, no, there isn't, not other fantastic, the uh-huh. um, co-host. Not like there's multiple. That's right. Um, and, and you heard him right there. That's uh, my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody. Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. This is the show about uh, Xbox, gaming, all that other good stuff. Anything else we want to talk about? And we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox. And the views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So... What you been up to, man? Playing anything but, good lately? Doing anything interesting? You know. I did play. I didn't get a lot of play in this week because I took a mini vacation with the oh, family. Lucky. But but I did get some time in. Um, was it yesterday? I think I finally sat down and played some, and I tried something new. I no played. I did. I played something new. And it's the only thing I played. I played, uh, this was a Game Pass game called The Outer Worlds. Okay. Uh, I have not, this is something I hadn't tried yet. Um, I. It was weird because this is one of those that I think I looked at before and I'm like, oh, this kind of reminded me of uh, like a Fallout game and I'm just not mm-hmm. into Fallout. But I don't know what enticed me to check it out again. Um, but I, I looked at it again the other day and I was like, and I think it was, there was this Xbox game pass, you know, you get those reward points. So it was like, Oh, play three different game pass games. And I was like, Oh, let me just install this and try it. You know, just even launching it counts. So whether I play it more than 30 seconds or not, doesn't matter. So I, I, I started it and I'm actually really enjoying it. It's, um, it reminds me, okay, and I, it, it reminds me very loosely of Mass Effect, um, and I'll explain why. So you you do create your pilot or your, your character. Um, it is an RPG, um, but it's, you know, you're, you've got a ship. You move around the ship to do different things. You get a crew. You 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 add crew members to your ship as you move as you go through the game. Um, you'll go into different. There's a map, like a galaxy map, that you got to travel. Um, so the map and traveling around the world somewhat similar. I mean, it's not not the same thing, but again, it just has that feel. Like oh yeah, you know, go here, go there, and you travel there, and then you, <clears throat> you step off, and you're at this other planet or a ship or but mm-hmm. not, and then it, before you leave your ship, it says which crew members do you want to take, which is very reminiscent of Mass Effect. In fact, it's the only game I've ever played that had that. So that yeah, maybe other games do. It's just uh, this is the only one I that I'm aware of. So um, again, it, it's giving me this Mass Effect feel, like you know, and you're doing missions for. It's like everybody you go to, it's like you're asking them for something, and they all want a favor. So you, you're constantly going and doing stuff for people, <clears throat> and you get companions, and you gotta 
keep their weapons upgraded and your own and stuff like that. And you're getting gear and all kinds of stuff. So um, I've been playing that. Played it yesterday and I played a little today. Um, nice. And I'm actually liking it. So if you, I would say if you like the Mass Effect type of game, um, you know, RPG, outer space, um, with uh, with AI companions or teammates or whatever, um, give this one a check out. Again, it's free. It's part of Game Pass. Um, and I think this one will stay there because... I believe I believe Oblivion is one of those Microsoft-owned studios. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. So this isn't going to be something that's going to disappear. So, and this will definitely be something that's going to take a long time, a lot of mm-hmm. hours. If you're looking for something to invest a lot of time in, this will be one of those games. Is, so. Isn't there um, like another game? There's, I could have sworn there's like Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds yes like i can never remember which is which i can't keep them straight yeah and i i thought i was i thought outer wilds is what i was playing and then realized no it's outer (laughs) worlds um outer wilds um is something very different Uh, is outer worlds the one where it's like very colorful oh yeah there's a lot of very colorful and there's like these little alien creatures that look kind of cutesy well outer worlds you you do there are creatures i haven't run into a whole lot yet um i fought mainly uh people there's marauders like the first thing like one of the first things you're going to do once you get your ship um you gotta go um you go to this town and they ask you basically to go and divert power uh go to this place and divert power to them um and take it away from these people that are quote deserters of the town and if you do basically they're gonna die and you have to make the decision to divert the power to the deserters and take it away from the town or which will shut down the, the, the the cannery which is like how they get their food and you know so you're either kind of you know or you're you know you got to decide which group are you going to kind of support? Um, And so, and then there's consequences to what your decisions are. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lots of talking with NPCs and a lot of, a lot of missions and go do this and do that for me. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot to this game. Uh, Again, it really, I think mass effect is like the only way I can really think to sum it up. I mean, Again, it's just, it's there kind of like, it just has that feel to me. It's not, obviously, this is not a clone of it. I'm not saying this is Mass yeah. Effect. It just has a lot of things that I remember from the Mass Effect franchise. It's just like, oh, yeah. You know, even when I landed in the one place just recently, I, I got out and I was like, oh, this almost looks familiar. You know, it's just, it, there's, there's just some things about it that just has that similar vibe to it. And, um, so maybe that's why I'm really I'm enjoying it. So um, I don't know. Let's see now. Outer Wilds is different. Yeah. Um, so I just looked it up. Yeah. The so I was thinking of Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds is uh, definitely not as colorful or graphic-y. 
yeah i think it's it, i think it's still uh i think outer wilds is still like a space yep. thing right yeah it's a physics-minded approach to space you need to keep track of your momentum relative to the planet where you plan to land uh everything controls well once you get used to it uh blah 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 now nah, this this is yeah this is this you don't have to in fact it looks like there's like space combat in outer wilds um as far as i know there's no space combat in outer worlds um but who knows i mean um but outer worlds is the game that i'm recommending yeah. mm -hmm. to check out um and i'm having yeah. a lot of fun with it nice so yeah, Outer Wilds is that uh, twenty-two minute game. Is that yeah. all it is? No, Here, let me, it can't um, be twenty-two minutes long. <laughs> Here, the player is an astronaut who starts out camping on a planet near their spaceship. Within twenty-two minutes of game time, the local sun goes supernova, ending the game. What? Through the game. Uh, though the game will restart at the same point, uh, thus the player is encouraged to explore the local solar system to learn how the astronaut got there, why the sun will go supernova, the secrets of the Nomai alien race that had been here before. Yeah. So it's uh, it's not your typical game. And it came out last year. This one's been out for a while. It came out in May 2019. I guess the Outer Worlds is also a Nintendo Switch. Didn't know that. Hmm. So. Oh, wow. Outer Worlds won awards going back to 2015. So it's definitely been around a while. Anyway. So, so yeah, their 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 kind of line is that says from the outer worlds is lost in transit while on a colonist ship bound for the furthest edge of the galaxy. So you are you're uh, you're part of a bunch of colonists that and you're going to you know whatever it's called deep sleep right cyber sleep whatever I, I forgot what it's called suspended animation suspended, cryo I don't know, hyper sleep cryo that's it so and then like your ship is lost something happened you were supposed to be in space for, in cryo for 10 years and and for some reason like you never it's made like it rogers and it's like this this guy who is being hunted by quote the corporation um as a criminal basically finds the ship and is trying to wake up all these people but he gets attacked and it's like the company's I, and i'm getting the impression that the company's trying to hide something and they they know of the ship and they know where it's at they just don't want no one else to know about it okay so but anyways um so you end up becoming the one and only person that this guy uh revives or pulls out of cryo sleep and you in basically sending you on a quest and his goal is to wake everybody up but he needs some help the ship got attacked and he did escape but now you're stranded and so you're kind of doing stuff for this guy but you really don't know it's like right now it seems like oh the corporation's evil 
you know, you'll kind of find a little bit more when you go into the, the town, you know, but then again, it's like, what, what's really going to happen? Is it just being kind of played that way? Is that what you're being fed? And maybe find out it's not the case and that the guy that is kind of leading you along is really a criminal or is he really not, you know? So I have no idea what, what's going to happen, but so it it's good. Check it out. Um, other than that, I didn't play anything else. I was supposed mm-hmm. to play Deep Rock Galactic last night with a friend of mine who failed to show up. Um, I don't know what happened to Chump, but I'm probably kicking. I was waiting for you, dude. I was on. Oh, you were. <laughs> I was online all night waiting. <laughs> like, oh, I you didn't know. know. <laughs> I, I was Sorry. playing Outer Worlds while I was waiting for you. But anyways, I didn't want to say any names or who it is I was waiting for. So, but uh, so we'll just leave that person nameless. <laughs> <laughs> that but that's it. That's what it. That's all... <laughs> I know. So, maybe maybe tonight. Maybe if, but you, if you can actually uh, stop talking. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to be the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you play? Um, I did a little bit of Fortnite, not not all too much. Oh, um, I forgot I played that today. Uh, I did play that yesterday, mm-hmm. or I forgot about that. Sorry, I did play a little mm-hmm. bit more of that. So played that. Um, I did a bunch of Minecraft dungeons, and hmm, I don't know how much. Re- I mean, it's it's a nice game. It's it's a nice game. It has a nice personality. He's already but, petering out on me. But it just playing like the same levels over and over is uh, I don't know, not not that interesting. And uh, it is nice for the leveling up aspect. You know, as you get like stronger weapons, it's like, ooh, all right. You know, can I get a level one hundred eight? um golem or like heal or something like that but when you get the 107 (laughs) is it really worth playing through all those levels to get that 108 (laughs) only one level higher um i I don't know it's maybe it's just a funk that i'm in on, on that game but uh you know looking forward to new stuff coming up but uh i did play minecraft dungeons a little bit um there was something else the heck was it uh rainbow six siege played that uh a tiny bit my son um there was something else too it it escapes me at the moment so oh oh yeah uh i started playing a mobile game which i did hear some good stuff on it's um I gotta look it up now. It's mobile. What the heck was it? Oh, it's called Motorsport Manager Online. And what this is is you have basically like a race team, and your job is to you know get upgraded cars, get better drivers, engineers, technology, and um, you know send them off to do races. So you don't do any races like you do in, let's say, Asphalt or um, Forza Street, 
could be argued that you don't do races in that one either. But yeah. uh, but uh, what you do in this one is you do have races that you send your drivers. So you get like a team of drivers, two drivers and two cars. And you send them on to race and, you know, you, you choose abilities for them. There's like power up kind of things. And you start off the race. And then during the race, you're controlling two aspects of each driver slash car. One is like how much power they have and how much like, um, I guess, aggressiveness or anyway, but they're, they're denoted by tires and by fuel. So you can get like hard tires and then have the driver drive aggressively, or you can get soft compounds tires and have them drive medium or, you know, baby it. Same thing with the fuel, you know, where they can be like hard on the throttle or, you know, take it easy. And, you know, you do have to pit uh, to replace tires and you can change tires and, um, but uh, it is kind of interesting just from the aspect of you, you are playing with other people in the races. So, you know, you get other people that are trying to, let's say, outwit you or to outmanage you. Um, mm-hmm. And it is a little tense. Like if you're in first place and then you got somebody like right on your tail, you know, do you you know, ramp up like the tire value, you know, so that you drive more aggressively. Do you have them like use more fuel, which reduces the fuel that you have for the rest of the game or, you know, rest of the race. And, uh, and it's interesting. It's, um, I, I don't know if it has the draw for me at least of, you know, some of the more addictive games, but it's interesting. I've, I've had a couple instances so far where I'm like, okay, I get it. I see the draw in this game. And that's what I was, I, I played a couple of races at first and I'm like, you know, what makes this so appealing uh, yeah. to some people? And, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure if I quite see it, but once you get into it, um, it, it is, the, the appeal is there. I do want to say though, that like the tutorial that they have, it's not the tutorial's okay, but it's not the kind of tutorial that like sucks you in from the beginning. It teaches you the mechanics, some of the stuff that you do, and you almost have to figure it out on your own. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting. I don't know how long it's been around, but uh, you know, I, I know a lot of these manager games are definitely interesting to a lot of people, right? There's like, isn't there like a football manager meaning soccer? Yeah. There's, yeah. you know, and a couple others uh, that are similarly. So it's, I guess, more like a money resources game with some racing. But I also do like the look of the races because it really reminds me of, remember that uh, game that they used to have in the arcades years ago, Super Sprint or Sprint, where they had like the steering wheels and it was just a top-down view and you saw those yeah. little cars driving around so it's like little mini cars just driving it that's what the races are like oh. but uh yeah it looks interesting um you might want to check it out if, if uh if you're looking for something new but I, I think that's about it yeah i'm 
pretty sure. Actually, let me take a look real quick. Yeah, so what do what'd you think uh, of the Fortnite with the new... Are you liking the world that it's partially flooded any better than... I think you didn't like that at the very beginning. Yeah, it's okay. Um, in I some respects. pretty good myself. Yeah. It, in some respects, they're like throwing too much into it. <laughs> at... <laughs> I remember the appeal of, I want to learn everything that's new. And it's like, I loved changes and stuff. And it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't have the time to devote to gaming as I used to. It's more like, okay, I just want to play and not be totally lost. Because, I'm, and I want to say lost, I mean, because I'm totally unfamiliar with everything in the map. Yeah, it's, I mean, you think about it. So last time they went, what? What'd they go? 10, 10 seasons, right? Yeah. And the map was basically the same. Like things would change, but your overall map was still the same. Within it, yep. Yeah, and now it's just like, it, it seems like it changes so much that, yeah, I can't, I still, what are we into the third season now? Uh, quote chapter two and it's just yep. like i have no idea like what's where because like names change and things are moving around and every once in a while like oh i recognize this you know it's like when yeah. you happen to come across it you know but yeah mm -hmm. it's i think that's there's just a lot of changes all the time and it's like maybe not so much we don't need so much yeah it's for the people that play it all the time, I'm sure it's welcome changes because they mix up the game. But is it so welcome it's because it's taking them twice as long to update the seasons? And that's a yeah. big complaint for people too. Oh, yeah. So maybe they should uh, put a little less into it yeah. and kind of get back to the 70, you know, roughly 80 days for a season instead of 150. <laughs> I think 130 yeah. or 125 is what they're hitting now. Because I was kind of wondering if it really is hurting them from the aspect of the casual gamers. And I don't know if I would call us like fully casual Fortnite players because, you know, the people that play like every single day, right? You know, those are, I'll say like the more hardcore and the casual ones I think we are casual. Yeah, it's we like we really don't play it that much anymore. Well, it's it's sort of like, well, let's play a couple of games. And you yeah. go into it and it's sort of like you you want to know like where you're going. So like, you know, you drop and it's like, "Hey, let's go over to Holly Hedges or something or you know, let's drop at the rig or what whatever it right. is. It's like you can plan where to go. You can sort of expect to see certain you can see certain things at the different areas and now it's like where do we drop oh i have no idea <laughs> how about yeah. over here it's like i don't even know what's over there and oh. it's so you're going in blind but i i see the appeal for the people that just play it all the time hours a day you know it I keeps it fresh for them but it's sort of annoying you know it's like i think he's been playing it all day and i bet he's playing it right now sure of course it's just like oh mm -hmm. put that kid to work tomorrow get him off the game <laughs> mm -hmm. well 
I liken it kind of like to Clash Royale. So, you know, you played Clash Royale. So, you know, you know, you have the cards there. It's like, what if every couple of months, all the cards change? And it's like, well, I don't want to have to like relearn all the cards and the synergies. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I just want to play. I want to play for like five minutes, have like a game or two, and then, you know, get out of the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> that's where that's where that's where i was no, uh, I, that's, that's messed up dude you can't be doing that yeah but uh you know for, for me like clash royale in particular has always been you know i just need like five minutes to you know to kill or just to get my mind off of stuff before you know i need to do something yeah it's sort of like that little like break and you know Fortnite definitely can be that it's like you know let me just not, play not a game or two nah, no no more. it's yeah it's, it def- it's, well, it's an it hour be, or two man. it could be 30 seconds if it's solo <laughs> sometimes <laughs> but uh but the, the one thing that i did notice is that with this i don't know if it's just this particular season but um you know i was going up like five levels a game <laughs> And it's like, I can't believe how fast you can ramp up, especially compared to season one or chapter one, whatever it is. I think that's because I think that keeps you engaged more. Yeah. Like me, I'm still like, I'll, I'll go to 100 and then because that's the end of the, uh, typically the end of the battle pass, then I don't really feel the need to go further. But a lot of people are like, oh, I'm level 300. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay without getting to yeah. level 300. Oh, yeah. But by having you ranking up all the time, it, it does keep you, you know, those, think about those games that are like, you know, even though like Call of Duty, you know, you rank up pretty quick your first five levels and then it starts to dry. And as you get closer to 50, it's just like, oh, I'm never going to get there, you know where Mm -hmm. i prefer the Fortnite way of it's almost like it's the same type of xp at least it feels like oh you need the same amount of xp for every level so as you're doing things you're constantly moving forward you're constantly unlocking things and again i know you did a story about that once before about like hitting that it's like ringing that little bell getting us excited you know psychologically that's doing something where it keeps us like oh yeah oh yeah i get an award i get a reward Mm -hmm. you know um and i like that better than the long grind oh yeah absolutely at least you feel like you're getting something (laughs) even though in reality it's all nothing you know a cosmetic is nothing you know it doesn't it's just but it's still something i still got something oh yeah so yeah it's like oh great more cosmetics that i'll never use because i use the same skin (laughs) yeah every game pretty much and i do the same i pretty yeah. much tend to stay with just a couple but you know i what i didn't plan to do the season pass but i had enough i had enough v bucks from the last one it's like well it doesn't cost me anything so i went ahead and got it again and just the other day it was like oh here's a five dollar skin to get you more v bucks okay i'll buy it you know like there's another five dollars they got for me sure so it does keep us coming back and we do put a little bit of money into it so 
And yeah. people put a lot more than we do, but we're still playing it, Rob. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What this is what thirteen season thirteen essentially. Yeah. Yeah, the game's what three years old now? Yeah, and we're still playing. I mean, how many games I I mean really what other games have you played? I'm not talking mobile, but on a console or on a PC, what game can you say you're still playing three years later? Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it's uh, it really has done as a lot. And I know people are going to be complaining. Oh, they're talking about Fortnite again. I'm not talking about Fortnite per se. I'm talking about what they've done. You know, uh, look, you know, Apex Legends now, you know, we've got that. Another great game. Um, you know, PUBG didn't do, you know, I don't even know if PUBG is even a thing anymore. Like, it was the big thing, and then Fortnite just kind of came out and tromped it. It is still really, despite players dropping off, they're still, like, one of the top played games. You know, there, there's, they've really changed the world of gaming, I think. Um, yeah. Or done a lot of, there's, they've influenced a lot of others. And we're getting some great stuff, you know, that are kind of following that formula. So mm -hmm. we'll see. But yeah, I was looking over here. There were there were stats in uh, in bat in uh, Save the World as how many. Um, here we go. It looks like in Save the World, if I'm reading this right, I've done 786 missions. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So that plus the time playing, you know, regular or not regular, uh, Battle Royale, it's just a crazy amount of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's another thing too. Fortnite originally was was you'd save the world. It's like battle royale, and I don't know if that was their original plan. I don't believe it was. I think they formed it off of because of the success that PUBG had. It was something they did, and it's mm -hmm. and like that's the thing that that's what Fortnite is. You don't think of when you think of Fortnite, people think of uh, battle royale. They don't think of save the world. I do. <laughs> Well, you do because you're the weirdo that plays it. But, I know, right? Uh, but I'm the one that like bought the $150 version, and you got the game free because of me, you know, because I bought that Founders Pack and got two mm -hmm. giveaway two versions. So you and Brun got a copy of the game, and you know, yep. at least at least you're playing it. I mean, you're getting. I mean, you're getting my money's worth. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, Brun. I haven't seen you play, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like, and now it's like, I don't even play that. And I did like save the world, but I enjoy battle Royale mode a lot more. And I never really liked battle Royale. Mm -hmm. You know, I even thought the call of duty version, I would like, Oh, I could probably be better at this than like PUBG. I just couldn't get PUBG. It was the inventory and all that on the console just didn't translate very well. Um, yeah. But it's super easy on Fortnite, and it just makes it fun to play. So, and and speaking of that, of uh, Save the World, 
there's some rumors that there's changes coming to it. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be where it's actually out of beta. <laughs> Probably the three not. year beta preview, whatever you want to call it. Still says but, beta uh, on the on the title screen, so mm-hmm. calling it beta. But, <clears throat> yeah, but uh, they're actually there's rumors of a battle pass coming to save the world. Oh really? Yeah. Is uh, some stuff that I read about it was talking about how because of Battle Royale, they can't really make any money on Save the World. Because while it was originally made to copy some, I forget what what style game it was, but um, basically where they gave you V-Bucks in the game so you could spend it on llamas to level up. So it's kind of like a circle, right? Right. So, you know, you, you play the game, you get V bucks, you use them on llamas to level up, to play the game to, you know, and it goes round and round. And what's happening now is a lot of people that have been playing for a while, they basically have nothing to spend the V bucks on because they have everything or they were grinding and they got everything. Yeah. So what most people are doing is the V bucks that you get in save the world, just go to battle Royale and the battle pass kind of thing is going to be, you know, one way that they can get some money out of people. Yeah. And in some respects, like, well, actually what I even do is the money that I get from save the world, I sort of lump together with the money that I get from the battle pass and I use it in battle Royale. <laughs> I'll buy like right. one skin a season or I'll buy some right. goofy thing a season and then I'll use it for the battle pass and save the world. So it's like, I'm really not putting in very much, if any money in this game, but you know, looking back what I say, it was like 780 games of save the world. That's so much time. That is so much Especially gaming time. Especially for you. Oh, yeah. That That's is just not normal for you. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that is just an insane amount of gaming, considering that each of those is like a minimum of 15 minutes. A lot of them were like an hour yeah. or more. Yep. And, you know, just think like even if you paid – and you got the $140 pack, which I don't think is even available anymore. But uh, if you, let's say you paid $100 for a game and you got 786 games worth of just one of the modes, that is amazing. Yeah. I mean, most people don't get over 50 hours in a game. Some games end at 10 hours and you're done, right? Yeah. AAA titles. So there's a, there's a lot of gaming value to it. And I, I still believe that if you played save the world more, you would get it, you would get into it. And I think you would like it a lot. It's just, I used to, and then I've been out of it so long that they've made so many changes that it's like, I'm lost. Like I, I, I don't know how to play it. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's you're in that situation that we were just talking about where, you go into it and it's like you have no strategy 
you really don't know what you're doing and you're kind of fumbling through the game where yeah somebody who goes into the game with a purpose like when we play those uh the van missions you know, yeah. with lars's van you got to protect it it's like i'll run around i'll find it i'll immediately start building around it and then there's i've got a couple of different like bases that i typically build depending on the character that i'm doing so it's like everything has a purpose and then like you look at the terrain and you're like okay how can i leverage the ramps and the natural terrain to build my base where somebody who doesn't play the game much is you know they'll have no idea and then you'll be building something silly and i'll go dude what are you doing why are you building that there when the ramp is to the left of it they'll just destroy (laughs) what's the matter and then you wonder why I don't want to play with you. <laughs> and I publicly shame you. Yeah. But uh, go back to Battle Royale. Yeah. And go I like Battle Royale because I don't have to build. Yeah. I, I very, very seldom do I build in Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, I'm the same way. Yeah. I just run and gun and I do okay. And, so. and I, I do have to add that. I build quite a bit in Battle Royale and Save the World, but it's totally different. Yeah. You're building traps, tunnels, you know, you're fortifying your base. That's a lot of that's a lot different than it's a very these different people. mindset. Yeah, these people that they're all about uh, what do they call it? Building nineties where all they do is like they go up as fast no as they can. Yeah, they go up as fast as they can, and then they practice how to wall their opponents in and to edit. Yeah. It's like they know all the keystrokes, muscle memory, to edit yeah. a wall, put a window in it, shoot the person that's in it, and then edit it and put it back to a wall so that they can't be shot back. And it's just, you know, just like, I don't know. <laughs> he, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's a young man's game. So. That, yeah, but us old guys can still play it. Because mm-hmm. As... I love it. I love it. Nothing gets me when I see some guy and he's building and building and building, and I'm just standing there, and I'm waiting for his head to pop up, and they do eventually pop up the top, and boom, dead. And I just, it's like all that building did you nothing. Because I just yeah. stand there and wait. I can be patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That makes me so happy because you know they're just fuming. You know that made them angry. Oh yeah, and that's oh. where that's where they try to revenge kill you. Oh, that just annoys the heck out of me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, they come like, back at yeah. You kill somebody, and then they try to hunt you down to get back at you for killing them. It's like really, yeah. What do you? 10 oh wait yeah, probably, you are. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, anyway. anyway so short show right yeah so, much so yeah <laughs> all right so uh all right let's get on with the topics let's right? do so with going off the name of the show mixed or mix Actually, maybe we should have made it mixered. Well, either way, that's past tense. Or bye bye mixer bye bye. Yeah, so 
one of the several big news drops this past week is that Mixer is being shut down. And it's not like, hey, you know, we're going to think about, you know, shutting it down. It's like, no, 30 days, gone. There's a time limit. It's like they lit the fuse and it's a 30-day fuse before the explosion and it gets obliterated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, right, there's a couple big powerhouses in streaming, right? Twitch, Mixer. Um, is YouTube gaming even a thing? I believe so. Yeah. I think it's still there. And and Facebook, right? That's yeah. that's like the four big ones. I, there's a bunch of others that are startups, I'll call them. But, you know, those these are the big fours. So it's going to be a, the big three. And um, what did you think of the news? Shocked? I, yes, I was. Specifically because they just paid huge amounts of money to people like Shroud and Ninja and yep. some others. Mm-hmm. And I guess like Ninja's walked away with like 30 million. They paid out his full contract and just said, you're done. And and they said, you can go back to Twitch if you want. Yeah. Like, yep. like what? Like you got that kind of money to throw around. <laughs> yes. What the, if you can waste that kind of money, then you better put the series X out as like a hundred bucks a box. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or just give it to everybody for free. My goodness. You know? Um, But uh, I was surprised. And, you know, I find it sad because, I mean, I thought Mixer was a superior platform to Twitch. I never liked Twitch. I thought it was clunky. I thought it was, you know, all these secret special commands to even chat. And it it just kind of felt, like, outdated. And Mixer came in, it was fresh, it was clean, and it was fast. Like, I've done recordings where on Mixer, like, when I'm, when I'm playing a game and I'm talking, and my, 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 whoever's in chat says something, and I'm talking back to them, there's no delay. It's, like, near real time, you right. know. And, like, Twitch was always delayed. And it was just, like, it was so nice to have that near real time, or I forgot what they call it. It's uh, I- ILT or I can't, I forgot what it was called, but they have a, they have a, what, whatever mixer had that technology was sweet. And I think it blew everything out of the water and they did things that I thought were nice. And, you know, um, I'm sad to see it go. I I'm really surprised that Microsoft is just pulling the plug on it. Um, it seemed like there was tons of, of streamers, tons of viewers on there. I'm really surprised. It really surprises me. And the one thing that I'm concerned about, so like when on on the when the Xbox One first came out, and you would say tell your console to broadcast, it would automatically be on Twitch. Well, then they kind of got rid of the ease of that, and then it went to Mixer, and which was fine. Like for me, I didn't care, but I know for people that wanted to continue to stream on Twitch, kind of you had to jump through some hoops. Well, I hope I'm not raining on your parade and I'm taking over your story, but I don't care. <laughs> hey, no. Um, the they're they're partnering with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, what's that going to mean and what type of integration is going to take over 
I really don't want Facebook integrated into my console. Understandably so. And I have concerns about what this means with them partnering with them and letting, because uh, it sounds like the broadcast and all that type of stuff is going to default to Facebook. You know, that there's going to be some yes. kind of Facebook integrations now, which I don't want. <laughs> right, right. You know, um, and maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it just means I don't stream. Hopefully, because if I have the option to do on Facebook or um, Twitch, I'll go back to streaming on Twitch. Because on occasion I do. I know uh, comrades asked me to to stream um, Deep Rock Galactic. So I try to, whenever we play, I try to remember to stream that on Mixer. And yeah, a couple of people show up to watch. And, you know, but I would rather do it on Twitch than Facebook. Oh, I totally understand. Yeah, because. Unless know, I could do it in our group. But I don't see that happening. It's going to yeah. be like on my own thing, which I don't want like it does that me streaming video games doesn't fit to my what i use facebook for you know outside of the txl group right right there's a bigger audience family and different things and it's like co-workers <laughs> no i don't i need to keep they those will judge separate. you <laughs> they will, I, oh, yeah i just it doesn't it doesn't game. need to be in there it doesn't need to be mixed in. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean would rather mixed. see pictures of that cheese uh, souffle. Exactly. That you were eating. Yeah. So, but that, that's my thoughts. Yeah. The, the Facebook thing is kind of, uh, I don't say alarming, but concerning to some degree. You know, definitely because Facebook is very nosy and they pry into lots of stuff so you know what exactly does that mean for a console versus a mobile phone or something like that you know still remains to be seen but from what i saw and i thought i had it in uh oh yeah it was the next story that i had for us to talk about there was a thing from phil spencer let me pull this up where um, he said um, Phil responded to somebody uh, who questioned uh, with Mixer going away, does Xbox have plans to incorporate an easy way to stream using other apps like Twitch? And are you open to development of other streaming apps to give gamers options when using the console to stream? And Phil responded, yes, we absolutely want to give gamers a, a choice of where to stream from Xbox. So that in particular is nice to see. So I, I definitely think it's going to be, you know, like a couple options. You know, they'll go to the to the big services, of course. I don't know how much it'll go beyond that, you know, for those startup ones or the smaller ones. But I would expect at least some kind of, you know, hook into YouTube, hook into Twitch, hook into Facebook, and Facebook might just be the default. Oh, I remember now. Didn't YouTube shut down YouTube gaming and they kind of just rolled it into regular YouTube? I thought that's that what it looks it. like. I just went to yeah. it and it looks like YouTube. Yeah, I 
yeah i think they just got rid of the gaming aspect they just didn't want it to be separate but um yeah it, it's nice to see that there's going to be options for folks and then you can just choose whichever one is uh, is your preference which i imagine for most people is going to be twitch yeah so yeah so i guess the big winner of that announcement is amazon who yeah. Twitch. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you look at it from Microsoft's investment into Mixer, I mean, they, they gave it a good attempt, I think, because originally they bought, was it Beam? Yeah. Was the company or was the platform. So they bought Beam, they renamed it. They did a couple upgrades to it. So, you know, they definitely put some time and effort into it. I just think it bringing over ninja and them was almost like their last big push to see if they could get people over but at some point it costs a lot of money yeah to have that kind of service you know both in bandwidth and development and processing you know they're lucky they have azure in the back end i'm sure that was probably being used for this but at some point, it's you're you're not generating the revenue. It's it's not worth. Well, that's the cost. thing too is there was supposed to be advertising. Yeah. And I never saw it. Yeah. Like when it, it never seemed to come into the program uh, because they were selling for years like Mixer Pro or something at right. like six or seven dollars a month, and you know you get the ad free stream, and I'm like. Well, I don't see ads anyways. And it's like, oh, well, they're coming, so you won't get them when they show up. But all the years that it's been around, it, it, they weren't there. <laughs> so, yeah. like, how did Microsoft make any money on it? I don't know. Yeah. So. So now Mixer is going the way of Zune, Groove, Clippy. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor all, Clippy. Yeah, all these different initiatives that they had that uh, are now going to be just fond memories. Yeah. So in one month, there's going to be less choice, right? Yeah. If there actually is, is even a choice, if you're going to be streaming. We shall or see. Part of it too is people's unwillingness to change, right? It doesn't matter if a service is even 10 times better if people are just so hung up on one platform, whether it's habit or whether it's, you know, something else. If you can't get people to switch, it doesn't matter. I think a lot of people just, they hate Microsoft. Like, you know, if Mixer was owned by Sony, it probably would have been a huge success. And had they done nothing different, done everything exactly the same, it would have been a huge success just because... Sony had their name on it. Yeah. Everybody loves Sony. Everybody hates Microsoft. You know, it's just it's the way of the world these days. Mm-hmm. Microsoft can seem to do no right. Yeah. So. So going along the same lines, there's another huge announcement. Microsoft yeah. is shutting their stores down. That's it's not as surprising. <laughs> yeah. How many stores have you been to? Have you been to a couple or? I've never been. I don't think I've ever been to one. If I imagine I, that's most people. You know what? I take that back. I think I went into one. I was in one when I lived in Arizona. 
And I and that was it. Otherwise, I've never stepped foot in one. And anytime I've seen one, I remember there was one, I think it's in Tacoma. It's right across from the Apple store in the mall. And like the Apple store is jam-packed and there's like two people in the Microsoft store. <laughs> we, we call them employees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. want to be totally cruel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know. So the one that I've been to a couple of times is in downtown Chicago, right off Michigan Avenue. It was uh, conveniently close to uh, to work, I guess. So when we would go to this particular lunch spot, we'd sometimes like stop in there and it was inside a mall and it was just kind of like an open format. So you didn't really even have to like go into it. You kind of just walked over to it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was kind of wondered about it. You know, they had this, you know, the typical Microsoft store stuff, you know, like some PCs, laptops, whatever. And then you had like the Xbox display or displays but it's you know i always thought of it it's like yeah you know but what's different about this i mean how is this different than a best buy uh, yeah i was just exactly going to say that <laughs> then like you know a small section of a best buy is there any compelling reason to go there and you know to There's tell not. you like how long ago this was that i like that i remember going there that was when i was looking at the microsoft band remember that thing <laughs> yeah and you know, so I wanted to take a look at it and sure enough, they had it. And, uh, you know, like stock was always a problem with the store. You know, they had some games, they didn't have like a whole huge selection. So it's sort of like, you know, why, why bother? And it's, it's a tough thing for Microsoft based on what they sell and so many other players, meaning companies that are in the business that do that it's a lot more that can do it's like such a bigger better job yeah and especially with stuff going digital it's like why even go there for a game right? yeah why go there for an xbox well <laughs> you already got one a long time ago the one so to to talk about like was was i surprised that it happened i'm like no because i always wondered how they're even able to like make money using that. Yeah. But the one thing that I'm sort of surprised about is why they did it before the Series X launch. I would have expected them to use the stores as an outlet to showcase the Series X, maybe to have, you know, midnight, you know, launch parties at them. Yeah. But but they can I, do it, that. They can do that at a GameStop. Elsewhere, they can do it at yeah. a Best Buy. They can just they can spend a lot less money to purchase that time or the ability to throw a party at a Best Buy. Best Buy will take the money from Microsoft and the sales, mm-hmm. you know, and and it, it costs Microsoft nothing, you know. It's a lot cheaper yep. than running a store that's losing money. So it doesn't surprise me. And I, I, the thing that surprises me is it took this long that they've been around this long. Cause yeah, no, I, agree. I, 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 when they first came out, I was like, I remember when they first came out going, why are they doing a retail store? That seems like kind of dumb, strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you just trying to do what Apple does, but you don't need to do a retail store. It's right. It's not required. <laughs> when, 
most of their consumables or not even consumables, but most of the stuff, meaning games and applications, they're all online. Yeah. And their hardware, you know, it's like, they don't, they keep canceling their hardware. They don't, they don't have anything other than like their surface, you know, they don't have a lot of like, there's not a Microsoft PC. Well, I guess there's the surface PC, but the thing's so expensive. No one's buying it. You know, uh, they're overpriced. Their stuff's overpriced. I guess you could say Apple is too, but Apple has built that expensive premium brand over many, many, many years. Microsoft is newer to the hardware and premium. And I love, I, I got a Surface Pro, I'm my second one, and I love it. You know, I think the Surface brand is awesome. But they, they've dropped the band, they've dropped the, the phones, they've dropped their MP3, you know, players and stuff like that they they go into something and then they don't stick to it so i'm not gonna go in it's like i have a pro i'm there's no need for me to go into the microsoft store you know in fact i bought mine at costco because it was a better price than at the, the microsoft sure. store yep. you know so yeah there's no point to have a microsoft store around yeah yeah i'm looking oh. at this article that talked about it and, and uh was this i think it's some kind of spokesperson um oh this is from uh david porter microsoft corporate vice president he said our sales have uh grown online as our product portfolio has evolved to largely digital digital offerings and our talented i can't read our talented team has proven success serving customers beyond any physical location so we are grateful to our Microsoft Store customers, and we look forward to continuing to serve them online with our retail sales team at Microsoft corporate locations. Yeah, and, there's going to be like four stores left open. Yeah. And so, they said that most of these stores have been closed since March. Yeah. Because of the stuff. So I bet that the decision to shutter them was basically because they've been closed for a couple of months already. Yeah. So more, more COVID-19 fallout. Yeah, that could be it, but I think it's, it might just be, okay. Yeah. Let's just use that as the excuse. And cause there's, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they were not profitable. Yeah. It, it just seems unlikely. But... And for a company like Microsoft, they don't have to be profitable as long as there is some other benefit so they were not getting any other benefit and it's sort of like well shut them down so that stinks for the folks that worked at the retail locations um there were plans from what i read to bring those people in-house so that would be very cool if people uh, get to keep their jobs all right so moving on good Yep. All right. Uh, you know, we had talked about, you know, multiple Xbox versions of the Series X. Yeah, Series X for quite some time with Scarlet, right, being the main one, the tower that uh, that we've seen in various videos over the past uh, couple months. And there still has been no info on the secondary console, which has been nicknamed Lockhart. Well, there's been uh, um, the Microsoft Game Developer Kit apparently makes references to it. So 
they kind of leaked that a little bit. So there is a, um, let's see there, that is a little bit of a tell that there are definitely going to be uh, two consoles. We'll just have to see when the next one gets announced. Um, there's been talk of it happening at the next uh, meeting, discussion, presentation, whatever you want to call it. Microsoft Teams call <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that they have with Larry and all of them. Right? Yeah. It's not Zoom. It's not WebEx. It's Microsoft Teams, and it's not Skype either. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just interesting, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that. All right. Uh, next up, this is kind of cool. So, uh, XCloud. The streaming service has been in uh, beta for some time for Android folks and also for iOS folks, which joined a little bit later. But uh, Microsoft has talked about plans to upgrade the xCloud servers, which are currently an Xbox One uh, hardware uh, in server format somehow. And so when you're playing, you're actually spinning up a game somewhere on and Xbox One. And Microsoft has said that they will debut um, Series X hardware for X Cloud. It's really hard to say, like too much X's and, yeah. <laughs> and terminology. So Series X hardware will be in X Cloud uh, in 2021. So the service is supposed to come out sometime later this year, maybe around the time of the launch of the new console in November-ish. And, uh, you know, that'll have Xbox One gaming goodness to it, and then they'll add uh, Series X games at some point later on. So that's very cool. There's... uh, there's a picture in an article that I linked about this. It's actually got a picture of an X cloud server blade. And uh, it looks like it might be like four consoles in a chassis. So that'll be interesting how this turns out. All right. Um, oh, you want to talk about this next one about the game? Sure. Okay. So um, if you guys recall, Back a while back, I was, oh, probably a year or two ago, I was playing a game. It was a free-to-play called Path of Exile. And this was, um, it's like a Diablo game, mm-hmm. uh, an action RPG. Um, well, Path of Exile Harvest is now available on Xbox One. Um, and uh, what they're saying is with this new uh, update, they brought a slightly unexpected twist to the game um the, to the core gameplay while leaning heavily into what makes the action rpg great which is the items um the expansion introduces oshabi and as mary mystic okay sorry because my dog he does not like that he does not know um someone probably dared to walk down our street <laughs> or his street sorry um Let's see. Encourages you to let's see. So this uh, this mystic encourages you to explore the mysterious power of the sacred grove and the secrets it contains. 
Um, this, as its name suggests, harvest is about planting seeds, growing crops, and reaping the benefits. However, true to Path of Exile's core themes, instead of harvesting plants, you, your seeds grow into dangerous monsters that must be slain in order to extract their life force. The life force can be used as a powerful crafting resource, allowing you to take advantage of over 200 potential new crafting options. So, uh, blah, 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 blah. It just keeps on going, but... So anyways, this is available now. Um, it is Xbox One X enhanced um, and part of Path of Exile. So I don't, it doesn't say if it's a, it doesn't state that, like if you need the original game, if it's DLC or if it's something new, that's a, that one I don't know. Okay. It doesn't state that, it just says, Path of Exile. There's a link to get it now, so I'm going to assume it's a DLC. Yeah, you, you probably have to have the game pre, you know, the regular game installed for this. Yeah. That's what I would guess, but that's available. So um, then I think I had what? Oh, yeah, I had another one here. So this one came from our friends in Australia, um, Richard and Andrew. They, so there was a post here in our Facebook group about uh, hardware subscription service. So I guess Phil Spencer stated that hard, uh, the Xbox hardware subscription service will be critical for the launch of the Xbox Series X. Um, so let me see. So I'm just going to try to, I want to read some of this so I make sure I, I state it correctly. There's not a whole lot here, but a hardware subscription that gives gamers an Xbox Series X console without having to pay anything up front is going to be a critical service for Microsoft's next-gen machine. That's according to Phil Spencer, Xbox Games boss, speaking at Game Lab yesterday. Microsoft has trialed the Xbox All Access service in a small capacity already, allowing users to pay a monthly fee for two years and get the console, Xbox Live Gold, controller, and Xbox Game Pass without having to shell out hundreds of dollars in one go. The service, similar to mobile phone contracts, could be key you're getting a high-end next-gen console in homes regardless of its standalone price on release. Neither the Series X or PS5 have price attached to them ahead of launching later this year. Um, the Xbox All Access is going to be critical to both our launch of Xbox Series X as well as just the overall generation, is what Phil Spencer said. Um, the response that we've seen where we've tested All Access has been great. But as you said, it's been limited in terms of the market. So you're going to see a much broader market and retailer support for all access. And as you said, it matches a model customers use for many other devices they buy. And if you have services attached to those devices that people love, it just becomes an easier way to bring a great product to customers. So, um, so again, we may see, you might be able to pay for your Xbox Series X uh, on a two-year contract and get the controllers and live and maybe game pass and stuff included so uh, as we get details on that uh, we'll be sure to share that with you what, what do you think rob is that so if they come out and say you can pay monthly and then of course you get to keep it after two years after you've paid it off would you go that route or would you rather just pay up front um i guess it depends on a couple things like how expensive it is. <laughs> well, yeah. And number one, if is it going to be more 
because to me that screams like financing or something like that right so if it costs 50 or 100 bucks extra to do it that way that's not appealing i'd rather spend that money on games or something like that um if it's the same cost i mean at this rate you know we've all got game pass or most of us do so we're paying for that stuff anyway we've got live you're paying for that anyway and if for the same cost if you can spread it out yeah why not the only thing is it locks you into not being able to take any deals though you know like right now i usually try to get like discounted um game pass live deals where you might get uh-huh. it for like 30 percent off or something like right. that you wouldn't be able to take advantage of that you're basically going to be doing full price well for the, the two years time. yeah for the two yeah. years but you're going to spend you're going to pay x amount of dollars every month and it's not going to change yeah so and there's that <laughs> yeah the, the only thing it'll probably change as well or one of the things it'll change as well is like right now like i pre-bought game pass slash ultimate whatever i think i've got it for like another two years so and i got that all in a deal so i'm good for two years whereas with this you'll be shelling out monthly right but you get the hardware that's true that's true i mean so like they're doing it like a cell phone right right if you're going to put the console on a credit card and paying 12 to 23 percent interest on it you might be better off you know you might be better off going their route um i think when they did this in the past there wasn't any interest yeah i think that's right because i think the company and i want to say it was dell and i don't know if that's who they're going to use this time oh yeah Mm -hmm. um dell financial or whatever but um it's probably Microsoft paying those fees to get it into your hands. So they're probably paying the interest, if you will, on the back end for anybody that takes advantage of those. Mm-hmm. So, um, and if they continue to do that, I know, I mean, I, I don't even know a cell phones, like we're still paying full price, but I don't think we're paying extra as opposed to already buying the phone. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, you're just breaking it into installments, and that's what Microsoft's talking about. So yeah. I, I don't think there'd be interest on it, but I don't know. Um, it gives options. If you don't have cash and you're going to use a credit card, this might be another option for you at a you know maybe 0% interest rate, um, which would be a lot better than you know maybe what you have otherwise. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and I do want to – did you have anything else on – on that nah nah okay i'm gonna throw something else in real quick because this is breaking today um i don't think that i don't see that you have it here not that i like to give this guy any press but twitch has banned dr disrespect oh Uh, and it looks like it's permanent um he let's say this happened today Excuse me. So Twitch suspended massively popular streamer guy, Dr. Disrespect Beam, a band that multiple sources tell Kotaku, uh, this is from Kotaku, tells Kotaku it is permanent. 
Um, initially, people suspected that he tripped a wire in Twitch's increasingly aggressive DMCA detection system, but that does not appear to be the case. Industry insider and journalist Rod Slasher Breslau said on Twitter that according to his sources, the permanent is banned. Um, others have said they've heard the same thing from their sources, adding that the issue is serious. Three Three sources close to Twitch have told Kotaki that the ban is permanent as well. So when reached out for more info and why they were suspended and for how long, a Twitch representative stated in an email, as is our process, we take appropriate action when we have evidence that a streamer has acted in violation of our community guidelines or terms of service. These apply to all streamers regardless of statue, status or prominency in the community. Uh, so Twitch is currently refunding anybody's subscriptions to his channel removing his emotes as well um, and it appears that he has been uh, his partner status has been revoked and then last year he was temporarily suspended after broadcasting from a public bathroom during e3 and that uh, was the only time his channel has been removed from the site so just that's what we have so far so mm -hmm. i mean i've seen the guy before um and there, i i <laughs> Never liked him, so I yeah, it's kind of jerky. Yeah, yeah, he's just not, no, it's nothing I cared for. I mean, who knows? It's probably just, it might just be a persona he's playing. Maybe he's not like that in real life. I don't know. It just wasn't anything I cared. There's better people to watch, but um, yeah. for that, I, I, I uh, let me rephrase it. I'm not trying to say he's a bad guy. There's people that better match what I'm looking for, or uh, others that I found more entertaining. So. But um, if you do watch him, you should be getting a refund on your subscription. Um, and I'm sure you'll see more news. This actually just happened today. So uh, this is, uh, is this today. Yeah, the, the 26th. Mm -hmm. So this, in fact, this story broke six hours ago. So pretty fresh. Oh, yeah. You'll see more probably next week in the news. So while going with fresh news, Costco is stopping sales of their sheet cakes what oh man <laughs> which this are actually what doing, I really world is this, this is that's it man i can't take anymore first covid <laughs> then racism now sheet cakes no longer available i mean what's the point of living dude costco sheet cakes were awesome for kids parties oh yeah because they were cheap and they were actually really 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 good, good. yeah <laughs> Because I don't know if you remember, like years ago, I remember when my son was younger, this was in effect. So it was at least 10 years ago. You could actually order a whole bunch of different stuff, like different options for the flavors, the cake, the, you know, the buttercream. There's like different kinds of cream <laughs> you could have in there. It was like, like I think two or three flavors of buttercream. But anyway, they got rid of all that. Then they went to some standard ones and then they limited you more. Now they're gone. So they're just going to do round cakes from now on. They have a couple of varieties, but I brought this up mainly kind of as a joke, but and now we're talking done. about it. I'm crying over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, moving on. So cyberpunk 2077 got delayed. What? Like two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. 
And uh, there's some interesting speculation because it got delayed from September sometime to November, what, 17th? Was that when it was? November 19th. November 19th is when yeah. it's a new date. Yep. And because um, originally supposed to be out, wasn't that supposed to be out last year? They got pushed to like March, April. Then yeah. September-ish. And then September, now November. So now it's November 19th, which the speculation <laughs> is that might be when the new console or consoles are going to be releasing right around there so take that for what you will um uh there was a new feature that was added to the xbox and let me see if this, i don't know if this was just for the insiders or not but uh microsoft added dts x you know so we have a couple of different uh flavors of sound enhancement um for headsets right there's dts x now there was the other dolby and then there was that weird named one which i thought was microsoft in-house do you remember what that what that was Sound Micro some? microsoft has their own yeah what was I that can't called? Remember what, i don't remember let's open the pull it up here i'm too lazy to switch over to my console but uh, yeah, so now you have a couple of different options as to how to get uh, the you know sound goodness that's piped directly out of the console without having to have anything extra outside or any kind of optical connection. And I went when this story released a couple of days ago uh, that this was out. I actually went in and I'm like and looked on my series, no, not series, my Xbox One S. Sonic. And sure enough sonic yeah that's it isn't it like windows sonic yeah windows yeah. sonic yeah so i went in and i tried it and setting it up was kind of kludgy um it wasn't as easy as i thought it was now granted it wasn't difficult but it took a lot longer than i anticipated because you had to get <laughs> some stuff from the store and then this you do have to pay for this but there's like a demo trial that they have it's like a 14 day demo of it so i'm like yeah let me give it a shot see if it's worth it or not and uh, i mean it sounds nice i i don't know if it's night or day difference or if it'll make or break your gaming sessions but uh you know anything that can uh improve the sound a little bit or make it more spatial give it more of a 3d effect you know we can it's it's a win situation for us as gamers so you might want to check that out. That's uh, uh, DTS X. And the funky thing about it was that um, you had to install it and then you had to get DTS Sound Unbound. I believe that was the name of the app that you had to get from the store. So it was like two separate installs to get it to show up. But uh, yeah. You're interested check it out uh another thing is um there's that new optimized for series x logo that microsoft is uh coming out with you know to basically set apart the games that will run better on series x 
you know, very similar to what they did with enhanced for uh, the one X a while back. But uh, what they're saying is uh, optimized for series X is the indicator for games that take full, that take advantage of the full power of the series X since series X offers developers unparalleled power and speed this empowers them to create the experiences they want and embrace a range of features and capabilities based on what is best for their individual titles games featuring the optimized for series x badge can showcase anything from virtually eliminating load times via the xbox velocity architecture heightened visuals and hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing powered by our custom next generation GPU to steadier and often higher frame rates up to 120 frames per second, such as Halo Infinite. Games that have been optimized for Series X use the power of the new console to deliver higher, steadier frame rates with a performance target of 60 frames per second at 4K resolution. Some games will even be able to offer support for frame rates up to 120 frames per second or variable refresh rates allowing developers to offer players heightened realism and more precise controls for fast-paced action so that's interesting so a game that has this logo on it is targeted to have 60 frames per second at 4k so hopefully if this is legit you know it'll be buttery smooth 4k gaming goodness and uh, there's a bunch of games that they have uh, as confirmed to get this treatment. So there's some games that we pretty much expect to see on there, but uh, the list isn't too long, so I'll go through it. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory Infinite, Call of the Sea, Chivalry 2, Chorus, Cyberpunk 2077. So that's awesome. Destiny 2. Dirt 5, FIFA 21, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, Hitman 3, Madden 21, NFL 21, uh, Marvel's Avengers, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Scorn, the weird game, Second Extinction, The Ascent, The Medium, Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. So uh, it seems like most of the big titles coming out. And uh, it's nice to see that Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be getting that treatment, even though we pretty much expected that. So that's pretty cool stuff. Um, on to a little bit of a, a strange thing. If you're looking to get some gaming on, look no further than baggage screening challenge, where you can be a baggage screener. Oh, come on. Available on iOS, Android, Apple TV, Windows PC, and Xbox. So you can play it on the go. You can play it at home. You can play it on your 4K TV. You can play it everywhere. And if you have an iOS device, it requires iOS 10. (laughs) Which is like, what, 15 years old? (laughs) I don't know. But... uh, yeah this this thing is like so silly it's just uh you know dude sitting at the monitor 
and you're looking at stuff going by like suitcases and stuff and they got like you know the bins it is just it's it's the airport and uh these visuals are terrible yeah like dude these look like wolfenstein 3d visuals man yeah That's oh, terrible. I'm curious here. There's a, a YouTube video. Oh, so yeah, it, you basically, you know, get a piece of luggage or something, and uh, you have to mark it as okay, some kind of inspection thing or like bad alarm. <laughs> it's like this is what it's like. You see a gun. It's like, well, what do you do? Another one is a huge pair of scissors. <laughs> oh, good stuff. So I can definitely wow. say that I don't think this has been done before. This is probably a first. You know, it is a new genre, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, it is. I give them credit for uh, originality. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, this is terrible, and it's not affiliated or endorsed by the TSA. They did have that in there. Oh man, their press release. I this is so bad. I've got to I've got to post this on. Uh, <laughs> I've got to post this. Yeah. I'll Let's share this see. to our group. It's three dollars, two ninety nine. Mm. I wonder yeah, if it's Windows. got easy achievements. Maybe if it's got easy achievements, yeah. people will buy it. Windows 10 and Xbox version is available from the store. Looks like it's it might already be out there. So at, at least this one won't be like uh like eye hemorrhaging like that other one you were playing. The right? what one? Remember that one that you were playing with Comrade or Comrade told you about it? Oh, I was talking about like a week ago. Yeah. Space. Uh, something. Space something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that actually was fun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, maybe this will be surprisingly fun. Oh. But uh, going from that onto something that is uh, definitely fun, uh, the first DLC for Minecraft Dungeons drops next week. It's already here. Wednesday, July first. We're almost here. Wednesday, July 1st, Jungle Awakens will be released. Um, it'll be no charge to folks that have the hero edition of the game. Uh, it's going to have a couple new weapons, some new enemies. Uh, I saw a thing on it today where there's going to be like some plant that shoots. It looks kind of like the Audrey 2, sort of, you know, from Little Shop of Horrors. So it's yeah. like this, this plant that shoots like darts or something out its mouth or whatever. Um, and I forgot what the other, and it was some kind of zombie or something. Uh, there's kind of like a poison theme. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it for everybody. How Spoiler, dare you? Spoilers here. Uh, there's like a poison theme and, uh, you know, across the whole way. And, uh, you know, some new minor stuff. So it's not a huge change. If I remember right, there was like a new island with at least three or four new areas to explore. I don't know if there's any secret areas that you open in addition. So it's not a huge 
uh, update, but it's something. And it's nice that it came out, uh, what, like four to six weeks after the, the game did as opposed to six months later. So, oh, and uh, what, I, what cracked me up is uh, this YouTuber that was talking about it, he kept calling this one area Dingy Dungeon. And I was like, it's dingy, come on. <laughs> dingy, D-I-N-G-Y. No, but he kept saying dingy. Oh man. Dingy pickup. Remember that? Alice? Nope. Mel's Diner. Oh. TV that's show. right. All right. Yeah. Yep. Now I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway. So that's that. Uh, moving on into the community section. Um, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at our website. Just click on the voicemail uh, widget on the side and leave us up to a 90 second message. Or you can send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life. And, and leave a 20-minute uh, recording. <laughs> sure. And <laughs> we got an awesome one from our good friend, Gunny Chief. So I will play that right now. Here we go. Hello, TXL. This is Gunny Chief. How's it going, guys? Hope everybody's having a good summer. Uh, always good to hear you guys talking about Deep Rock Galactic, Rock and Stone. It's such a great game. I always tell my friends, this is like, if you like Borderlands and co-op, this is the game to get right here. It's just a ton of fun. Uh, but hey, I wanted to reach out to you guys. You were talking last week about the Xbox Series X, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news here and be so optimistic about this, but... You know, after watching that Sony event that they did uh, just a couple weeks ago here, and also the Xbox event that is scheduled for July. Uh, just reading an article today from <clears throat> over on a couple, few different websites, and they don't even know. Xbox does not even have a date for the July event. Uh, I know Aaron Greenberg is just... Uh, said stay tuned you know it's already june 24th guys and i'm just so i'm really a little a little worried here because i just don't think these consoles are coming out this year i know don't get mad at me but i just see that for example that the sony playstation 5 like it doesn't have any exclusives except for that spider-man game uh which miles morales which is a standalone game According to Insomniac Games, they confirm that, but it's only it's a smaller game. So does that qualify as a triple A title that's going to be $39? Not in my opinion. I mean, I think it's a one amazing game, the last one they made. But if you're not making a full-fledged game, I don't think you can say, hey, this is the exclusive, the triple A title that's out this year. Um, especially if it's only going to be half of what it would normally be. Um, and as far as Xbox, we already know that these games are going to be available on, obviously, the Xbox One, going back to uh, you know, Series S and, you know, and even the new series, uh, the new consoles coming out in holiday 2020. But, um, yeah, but also looking at, like, for example, Cyberpunk uh, will have no graphical enhancements at launch in November. Uh, for the X, 
Xbox Series X. I don't know about PlayStation 5, but we have to wait until next year for the graphical enhancements. Um, not that I'm not going to get the game. It's going to be available on the Xbox One, the Xbox One X. So, yeah, you'll still be able to play it. I'm sure, I hope it's going to be in 4K. Um, but, for example, guys, like all these games will be available on a console we played, you know, seven years ago. Um, that's for the Xbox. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, why are we getting next gen consoles in November if we have no exclusives? Um, you know, SSD faster loading times. Is that really the drive for this when, yeah, I just, I know I can always play them on my PC on the Xbox launcher app, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know guys. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Otherwise, have a great show. Always good to hear from you guys. Later. So what do you think? <laughs> There's a lot there. Um, the, uh, the date. Um, I agree that it's a little... Well, I find it strange that they haven't even given us a date for when the Inside Xbox show in July is going to take place. But um, you, you know, so the one thing I, I just want to mention about that is like the last one, they just announced it a couple of days before it happened. So, yeah, not that that's the right thing to do. I mean, you want to build up momentum and stuff like that and get people excited about it. But, you know, do they want to announce it? so far in advance that Sony can do something to prepare to steal their thunder. You know what I mean? I, I'm it's sure they're all preparing anyways. And that's, that's what my thought was, is they knew that Sony was going to come out in June with their announcement. Um, I thought we were getting a June inside Xbox in June. I'm surprised we didn't. Yeah. Cause that was E3. Um, I'm hearing rumors and the stories online or that, the just July event is supposed to be, they're saying it's going to be an event of numerous mic drops is what is being said. So maybe there's going to be a lot there and maybe they don't want to give the date out just yet because it really doesn't matter. They, they can come out two, three days beforehand and say, hey, here it is, because everybody that's going to be interested in it is going to know about it. They don't need a month in advance. Yeah. Uh, also, like you said, Sony's going to be sitting there wondering too, but I'm sure Sony's already prepared just as Microsoft is prepared. You know, they probably, you know, they don't want, nobody wants to give a leg up on the other guy. You know, right now we have no price now on any of the consoles. Who's going to budge first, you know? So it might be part of Microsoft to saying, well, we know when our date's going to be in our price, but we're just going to, we're not going to say anything yet. We're going to wait and see if Sony goes first before us. Um, if they announce anything in July before Microsoft does. And I, I don't think it's a big deal. I, it just, it's just, um, just a little game that they're always playing back and forth. Um, I do think we're going to have our inside Xbox in July. I'm expecting huge announcements. I've heard things where we're going to see all games in July and August is going to be hardware you know, where they're going to announce Lockhart um, or the Xbox Series S. I I don't think that they're going to wait till August. I think we're going to see 
uh, the Series S and the Series X and a bunch of games um, in the July. And again, if there's going to be mic drops, maybe they're maybe they're going to drop the price. Maybe they're going to tell the price, um, and maybe it's going to be a lot lower than anyone expects. Yeah. Um, there's been discussions of 400 and 200 for the X and the S. Um, I don't know. I mean, none of us know. Every nobody knows. It's all speculation um, because we can all figure out what the box costs. You know, here's how much the hardware costs, and they've done that. But it doesn't mean that that's what they're going to sell it for. Same with, my, with Sony. Sony and Microsoft both could just say we're going to go in at a loss here because we're going to make money up on services. Um, I do believe Microsoft is going to have a console on shelves this year um, because they do have plants that are in other places other than China. So um, we, we do have, I know Microsoft's got that benefit. Sony may as well. I don't know. Um, but I think both companies are going to have hardware on the shelves. Um, I don't think that the there may be less than what there normally would be. I could see that more than not having anything. I think they'll have limited, at the worst case, it'd be smaller amounts available of hardware. But um, I don't I don't think we're going to not see boxes. As for his comment about the Spider-Man DLC basically being advertised like a AAA game, yeah, we, we talked about that last week, and I think it's... Uh, I think Sony's kind of doing a disservice there, basically trying to play it off as it's some big thing, and it's basically just an expansion, um, and that's what they've got, nothing else. Um, where Microsoft's going to have, obviously, Halo. I think we're going to see a Forza title uh, here in July as well that is going to drop this year, uh, day and date, with the release of the hardware, as, as well as some other things that we're, we're unaware of. they got a lot of studios. Um and then uh, Cyberpunk, I, uh, he said, and I don't know, I haven't seen this, uh, but Cyberpunk not getting enhancements for Series X or PS5 until 2021. I don't believe that. It seemed, because these, the developers have had these consoles in their hands for quite some time. The dev kits have been in their hands. And the fact that they're pushing cyberpunk back to the release date that is expected to be the console release date um it has been speculated both microsoft and sony to release on the 19th the week before the hol- uh, black friday um is is been touted out there and then for them to say we're going to do that date too just to me sounds like maybe they're pushing it back to be uh day and date release of the new consoles uh, cyberpunk developers have stated that PS5 is going to get the free upgrade as well. I would be surprised if they release the date that those consoles come out that we don't have versions for that console. To me, that seems like that would be bad PR for them. Like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, here's really the Xbox One X and the PS4 versions that you can play on these. You know, we already know we can play those versions. So to delay it, release day one and it not be the official version seems like bad PR move. So I think that they will be the enhanced versions um, of those games. So, um, and maybe that's why we've got these delays upon delays to develop for those new consoles. But 
again, we don't know. Um, maybe we'll see more here uh, at the Microsoft show in July. So, but appreciate Gunny. Appreciate you sending in the voicemail. Yeah, really like to hear from people. And Rob, what are your? I went down his list. What are your thoughts? <laughs> no, I, I kind of chimed in on some of that stuff. You know where. I mean, I don't know if I can say much on the Spider-Man DLC thing or the Spider-Man Miles game, but um, I did want to say that I I will be surprised if there's like unlimited supplies of Series X. I oh, think yeah. it's definitely going to be kind of like when the 360 came out because you know I think we talked about this a couple weeks back a couple months back where i mean i remember we couldn't find them anywhere remember and and i remember your mom was going shopping and she was like looking at stores to see if she could find them <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i i think it's going to be along those lines of where i mean i did not pre-order the 360 and i wound up having to wait i won't say it was a couple months before i was able to find a console in retail to buy right so i think it's definitely going to be one of the systems if you want it anytime soon you better pre-order it otherwise you will probably be waiting until next year so you know akin to what gunny said i think they will be out but a lot of people that don't jump on it pre-order it they will be waiting until 2021 just so that there's enough in in the supply chain. It just yeah. The stuff that's been going on lately has just been too crazy. So who knows what's going to happen. Phil Spencer keeps saying, you know, they're still on track. What exactly does that mean? We can infer what that means. You know, they know for sure what's happening. Uh I mean, it's end of June right now. So what? July, August, September, October. So it's four and a half months. <clears throat> they've they've got to be spitting those things out already. Yeah, I mean you know, the, they have depending. to be coming off that line and starting to be packaged. Right. They. Well, I'm I'm mainly looking like from a board game standpoint. So a lot of board games. Um, I think I've talked about this on this uh, board game life way back when, but uh, you know a lot of board games are printed in China, just because it's so much cheaper to print there than in Germany or the U S and those games get printed. They get put into a cargo container and then they can spend upwards of eight weeks coming over to the U S before they get to a port. And then from the port, they have to travel usually by rail, um, sometimes truck. They have to travel to, you know, different distribution warehouses and so forth. I can't even imagine how many cargo containers they would have to have for the Xbox. You know, we're probably talking hundreds of thousands of units. It might be like half a ship, a whole ship just with Xboxes. I I don't know if that's even possible, but uh, you know, we're talking about at least six, eight weeks of travel if they're coming from China. So, you know, working back, if they're going to be selling them in, mid November, you know, those things at the latest have to be on a boat in September 
and normally the, the ground stuff takes a couple weeks on its own. So those things have got to be in production now. They got to be. Yeah. It might not be full scale production, but I bet there's at least one factory somewhere cranking these babies out. Anyway, but um, what else did he talk about? So he talked about Xbox, Cyberpunk. about the delay, Cyberpunk. Um, yep. I don't know. I saw. Did you watch the uh, the videos that they released this yeah. past week of gameplay? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good looking game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So either way, I think it's going to be a sharp game, whether or not the series x tweaks happen to it but um yeah, yeah i'm still gonna buy it for whenever yep. it ships i'm gonna buy it and play it on whatever hardware i have so yeah exactly yeah, speaking of which they haven't done any their pre-orders yet nope it's i, I expect that in july too i think the pre-orders will go live in july yeah. probably the day that they announce it because i bet they need that to gauge production to some degree yeah you know do they spin up another factory right because the last thing you want to do is not even be able to meet pre-orders so anyway should we move on absolutely okay so we've got a twitter uh account uh, at this xbox life you get notified of when new shows drop also we have a facebook group uh, if you're not a member, request access to the group. We'll let you right in. Just answer two simple questions uh, that we use to help keep the spammers out because they are out there. And uh, oh, one thing um, to mention real quick about the Facebook group, if, uh, if uh, you use the Amazon link that's on there uh, to help support the show, I had to redo that. Um, we apparently weren't doing stuff properly by having the full link on there. So uh, there's a new link on the Facebook group at the top. It's an announcements pinned announcement at the top of the group. That's got links to our website. So we apologize that you have to click twice, but uh, apparently you can't do that kind of stuff off of Facebook. So just uh, keep an eye out for it. Uh, looking a little different in the future. Alrighty. And uh, on to this week's retail releases. All right, for the week of, actually, do we have one for this past week? There's just one for the next week. Uh, I just posted out there the new one. Yeah, uh, I think that's the one that they just posted today. So I'll I'll go through that. While I'm reading this, can you look back at last week's? Yeah, Uh, I don't think there was one. Oh. Yeah, there that would have been be. week of like 15th, 16th, or 16th, probably through the 19th. Okay. All right, so week of June 30th through July 3rd, we have Hunting Simulator 2 on June 30th, The Otter Man Empire, 
think of, I guess, otter, like the animal, not Otto, like the history thing. We have Alphadia Genesis. This is Play Anywhere. Uh, Demolish and Build is another one. Uh, What's this about? This looks kind of interesting. Demolition Build offers four huge locations in which we construct or destroy buildings. It's a construction game. Uh, We have Clash Force on July 3rd, and that's it. So a fairly short week. And they're saying only, what, five five games. Okay. Well, I did find the one for this week. You want to read it? Yeah, June 23rd through the 26th, which is today. So on June 23rd, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, Assetto Corsa Competizione. Oh, racing. Huh? It's a racing game. Yes, it is. Right? Uh, a Summer with Shiba Inu. What is this? It looks like there's dogs. On... Uh, I, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. I, you got to look at that, dude. And, and you'll know why. I'll yeah, send you the I'll, link. I'll find and, it. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you the link. And uh, yeah, you just go down to Summer with Shiba Inu, and then you'll know what the heck, <laughs> why it threw me. Yeah. Octonaut on the 24th, uh, along with Nightfall. Octonauts? Is that like the, the kids' TV show? They're like it's underwater? Red... Um. This looks like a. It doesn't look. It, 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 uh, it looks like an octopus, but it says Octonaut is a retro shoot 'em up inspired by 16 bit classics. Save the world from alien oh. invasion by shooting and dodging your way through eight action packed levels with sinister bosses. So, um, Night Call, also on the 24th. And then on the 25th, uh, Control, the Foundations DLC released. And then today, the 26th, Tower of Time, along which is, with... What? Which is the one you wanted me to look at? The dog one? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Also releasing today, Yes, Your Grace, Dungeons 3, The Complete Collection, Conan Chop Chop is the last one for today. So this is this one looks funny. This actually looks... I got to check this one out. Because venture forth in the world of Conan the Barbarian, traverse among a cast of strange and wondrous creatures and crush them all to bits in this epic hack and slash roguelite for one to four players. Just the uh, screenshot there and that image, look, it looks kind of funny. So I got to check this one. I got to see I got to see more on this game. Yeah, it looks uh, a little like claymation kind of. But there's like no links in these to like to the story. Yeah. What happened? Somebody failed with this page this week <laughs> yeah there's uh conan chop chop there's a uh oh geez no nope <laughs> no i mean the graphics aren't horrible <laughs> wait a minute i just did a search on this and it said this was supposed to come out in february was it delayed till now maybe yeah, it another, was announced that a... E3 2019, new release oh. date. Uh... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That that screenshot it was not a screenshot. That was just artwork. Oh. Yeah, we can skip that game, too. <laughs> Wait, which one? The Conan Chop Chop. I can skip that. Yeah, yeah. The That um, 
thing that they have in the news is, is not like the game. <laughs> right, exactly. So, all right, let's wrap yeah, this the, up. The, the one thing that's interesting is Dungeons. Dungeons 3 Complete Collection. I mean, yep. This is a game that I've never played, but I've always been kind of intrigued by it. Because, you know, it's got that like Diablo-ish torchlight look. I just don't know how how good it is. Yeah. But there are three versions of it, so <laughs> does that know. say anything? <laughs> I don't know. Like good or bad? And yeah, Octonaut is nothing like Octonauts, which is <laughs> uh the, the kitty TV show. Is it Nick? No, it wasn't on Disney. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, the titles for this week. Uh, Games with Gold. Uh, we have, through the end of the month, uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. So that is going through June 30th. Coffee Talk is uh, through July 15th. And Cinemora is the back compat game. Uh, through the end of the month. We did get the new releases for July. Kind of a ho-hum. Oh, well, I mean, it's not it's horrible. It's still free games, man. Yeah. It's still... Gee whiz. Yeah, last couple of months. I mean, it has been horrible games. But, uh, you know, it just, uh, I was expecting, a, you know, at least one, like, major release. But anyway... July 1st, which is when? When is that? Uh, Wednesday. We're going to have the switcheroo <laughs> July 1st. Uh, WRC 8 FIA World Rally Championship. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then for back compat, we're going to get Saints Row 2. <laughs> yeah, that's old. <laughs> yeah. But it's 360 games. I mean... What do yeah. You, what do we what what do we expect? You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So yeah, look for those uh, to switcheroo uh, sometime next week. Dunk and Lords then, might be fun. Which one? The Dunk Lords. Yeah. That might be fun. Yeah, I don't know much about that one. Is is that anything like uh, NBA Jam or something? It's. I hate to say NBA Jam, but it looked kind of like an off-the-wall, kind of crazy, you know, basketball game. Oh, two versus two, 20 characters, arcade mode, story mode. Was it like robots? Yeah, it's really, it's it's really, I they're they got some kind of weird powers, and there's power ups, and it's weird. There's yeah. like people, there's robots. It, it's got some kind of neat animation. I think this is one that might be fun to play. So yeah, it, it you know, again, it's not going to cost you anything. So yeah, if it sucks, I, you didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, their uh, description on the Microsoft store is Dunk Lords is a two-on-two basketball beat-em-up featuring over-the-top special moves, devastating dunks, and game-changing equipment. That's kind of cool. It's a new to Xbox title, so yeah, it's new. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, how is this? This guy's it's, got like strawberry. Like, characters got like 
he looks he's got a strawberry head and he's carrying like this strawberry jam <laughs> container yeah it just i think when i look at it it looks like it could be kind of fun kind of like a um uh rock rocket league you know yeah i was th- I think you know i was actually something like that like an nba jam slash rocket league type of kind of a mix you know i, I can see kind of I just have that vibe of both those games in there. So I yeah. think this one might not be that bad. So we'll see. Silly, over the top, funny. Yeah. So have some fun. So at this point, we we are optimistic. Exactly. Let's let's be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> All righty. All right. Moving on. Um, a great way to support the show is to use our affiliate link, which I just mentioned. Um, doesn't cost you anything extra uh, when you shop on Amazon but it's a great way to support the show helps us defray some of or the server costs and all that good stuff is uh hosting and stuff is not free no matter how much you might think it is. And uh, just a quick note yet again, there's a change. So you can find it on our website, the affiliate link. You can find it on our website, click on the link for the UK or the U uh, S store and it'll take you to amazon at which at that point you can search for anything you don't have to search for just gaming related stuff so if you buy your car parts if you buy i don't know toilet paper um snacks whatever um so use that it's a great way to support the show if you use it from our facebook group that link had to be changed so it doesn't take you directly to amazon it will now take you to our website where you have to click the link to go to Amazon. So uh, please use the new links if you bookmarked the previous stuff. Um, it will help us not get in trouble. Uh, if you're an iTunes user, uh, find us on the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating if you could. That helps boost us in the rankings over there. And thanks to Learn Your Lesson for the music. So I believe that's it for episode 565. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I'm Mark, aka Wingman709, taking off.